Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Ryan Wiley. Hey, Ryan Wiley here, 10 Loans a Month podcast. So let's get into it. I've been going through there's about 20 things I wish I knew earlier in my mortgage career. I was a mortgage agent for 13 years. I no longer broker anymore. Now I'm on to the training and coaching side of things with 10 Loans a Month Academy and also database marketing with the VIP club. So I, this is part three. I've done part one and part two because there's so many. I didn't want to jam all into one podcast. So today we're going to go over part three of things I wish I knew earlier in my mortgage career. Let's jump into it. No specific order. Number one, track my database. So you might think, yeah, of course, track your database. I'm telling you. I own a database marketing company, VIP Club, thevipclub.io. We get crazy engagement. We get a lot of things you just cannot do on your own and no one else in the industry can duplicate what we do. People don't have the size of database that they really should. Clients come into us, mortgage brokers. I've been brokering for 12 years and they have 150 people. I used to own a calling company called clientcaller.com where we'd call mortgage brokers' clients for them. Not me, but we'd have staff call them and try to drum up some business and just check in. And getting people's databases was a nightmare. It was so hard. It was a big reason we didn't pursue the company. Because mortgage brokers, I know realtors are the same, just don't have their shit together. They don't when it comes to database. To put it bluntly, they don't. And so early in my career, I did not track this from day one. Everyone was telling me, track CRM, track CRM. The very minimum, I just needed an Excel file, first name, last name, email address, Hey, if you want to start layering in other things like the data, the address, the mortgage, variable, fixed, closing date, maturity date, blah, blah, all that stuff. Great. I think a compliance. If you don't have the nice, tidy CRM, spend one minute updating your sheet at compliance, right? Anytime you pre-approve someone, update that in there, right? And then change it to an approval once it turns to a deal. You're going to have this database that's worth something at some point. You can market to the database and you know all the money is made in the follow-up. All the money is made in the database, right? So you're going to make a ton of money there and you're going to stay in touch with clients, which is a big thing. Most people, we tell them, hey, I've got you for the life of your mortgage. I'm here to help. Yet we wait for them to reach out to us. So let's be proactive with us. Let's engage with them consistently. It starts with you just tracking that information. If you do that, three, four, five, 10, 15, 20 years in, you have something of value, you have something that's worthwhile. If you need to draw up business, you can reach out to your database. Now you can start reaching out with all these cool strategies that Jim Terlucas has taught in the academy. And I know there's other brokers doing it. He just happens to be coaching on it. We can take a sniper rifle and you can go into your database and find an opportunity for someone and reach out and with the pain point they originally had when they came across your play. If someone came to you for a refinance because they had $60,000 in credit card debt and it's two, three years later, it doesn't matter what interest rates are. They're 6% now and they were two then, doesn't matter. Why would you not reach out and go, hey, Tom, Ryan here, just checking in. You've been getting my regular emails, but I just want to check in when, when we did your last application, we had a bunch of consumer debt. Is that something we want to have another chat about or is everything all good on your end? Like something like that. Like it's the pain point they originally came to you with. So why wouldn't we do that? Well, first you need somewhere of tracking that to do that. And then if you have a regular email that you send out, in the VIP club, we give away gifts every month to get crazy engagement, ask them questions, they have to answer them, but we can't do that if you don't have their first name and an email address. 
So every opportunity, you should have your Terminator goggles on where you're looking everywhere you're looking all day, on the phone, everywhere, out and about. I'm looking for email addresses. I just want to get them in because I'm going to market to them. And definitely deals that you close on, you want to track all that data. Okay, so that's number one. I wish I learned early in my career. Number two, what something I, I missed the mark on, and it's a story that we tell ourselves all the time, you assume that people don't want to hear from you. Just because you sent an email or you sent a text or you called, you didn't get response back. And this goes with friends, family, acquaintances, you know, BDMs, lender, whoever. Like never assume they don't want to hear from you. Look at your own world. Life is freaking crazy and we're getting hit from 18,000 different angles. We've got so many responsibilities, especially being a business owner. And so if you sent an email out and someone didn't respond, don't take it personal and just don't assume they don't want to hear from you. Same thing is if you're a client, so in that instance, you'd follow up. Hey, just want to check that my email didn't go to spam and you decide how much you want to follow up, but there's no harm in doing that because a lot of times you email, email me, it goes onto my second or third page. I never check it. I'm not the guy who has the zero inbox every day. I don't. Not my thing. A lot of people are like that. So all of a sudden you just get pushed down, pushed down, pushed down, and then I forgot about it. If you would reach out again, be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely want to continue on in this journey. I totally forgot. I've got 18 everything. I've got sick kids. I'm running around to sports. I've got my own thing, right? Life is busy. So don't just send one thing and go, oh, they don't want to hear from me. Same thing if you have a database. And you have a database and you're like, ah, they don't want to hear from me more than once a month. I promise you, I've signed up for a lot of services. It didn't cost me anything. I get an email a day from them. But the reason I don't unsubscribe is because of the value I get. They educate me on something. They're funny about something. I like the way they talk in their email to me. I like the video they do. I find I'm better off knowing the information they're giving me. So if you have that mentality of taking that to help people and that you're coming from a place of serving them and not of asking for stuff, asking for referrals, asking for business, well, yeah, if you're doing that, no one wants to hear from you. They don't. Majority of people don't. But if you're coming that you're serving me, what can I do for you? Hey, do you have a mortgage question? Is there something that you or someone in your circle, you remember talking to, had a question? I'm here to answer. I'm giving you my time. Most valuable commodity in the world. I'm giving you my time. What is it? If you come across like that with your content, people will love to hear from you all the time. Right? So please, never assume people don't want to hear from you. Okay? Number three something I wish I learned earlier in my career. And when I eventually got this, I got it. And I was like, wow, what a change. So all too many of us hide behind email. We are what I call secret agents. No one can find us. We don't put ourselves out there. We're just secret. We're like rolling around in the shadows. And then we wonder why, how come my phone's not ringing? How come I don't get emails? How come... I put a postcard on Facebook and no one DMs me. How come I got three likes instead of 300, right? Because you're a secret agent. You're not putting yourself out there. Secret broker. So you need to put yourself out there. And for me, the biggest way to do that was through video. When I started doing that in video, I'm telling you, man, so many things in my business changed overnight. I've done thousands and thousands of videos. And I'm not talking splashed over social media. Not during my mortgage career. I'm going to do that now on this new venture I'm on, this new career path. But during my mortgage career, I didn't send anything in social media. But I did a ton of videos through database marketing, through webinars. And 
through day-to-day communication with clients. So me putting myself out there on video allowed me to just talk more about my craft, which allowed me to have better conversations, quicker to the point, sell myself better, overcome objections, et cetera, because I was talking about, I wasn't typing. And so if you think you're going to run a successful business through email without people seeing your face, with you never meeting clients, you could have done that before. I'm not convinced you can do that now. I think if you do video, which means sharing your screen, using a $100 webcam, using free service like Loom or the paid version of 10, 15 bucks a month, unlimited videos, and you put yourself out there and instead of you typing out three paragraph emails to answer questions, you are making a custom video for the client. Hey, Tom, great questions. I got them on the screen here. I'm just going to walk through them. Boom, boom, boom. Four minutes. They get to hear and see you. You're on a little bubble in the corner or you're not. So you don't need your hair combed. You don't need makeup on. They can barely see you. If you don't want to be seen, turn it off and just show the email they sent you and go through. Now you can add context. You can talk more about it. You're not emailing anyone. You're definitely not jumping on phone calls. Okay. That's a whole nother topic around how video can save you time. But putting yourself out there with video just gives people more of an opportunity to understand if they like, love, or trust you. Right. Through email, you can only get so much through there. They might take your way of saying something a little differently. If you have a pretty cool personality, if you're quirky, if you're funny, like that's hard to get that across in email. But in video, you can 1000% get that across. You need to have a personality, man. No one wants to do a mortgage with a stick, right? Don't be a stick. So there you go. Number three. Number four, something, man, we should all be doing. doesn't matter what it is in life. This is a big one. Something I wish I knew earlier in my career was it doesn't matter if you're learning to do jujitsu or you're learning to build a business. I'm going to talk about business, but it crosses over into so many different things. If you're trying to build a mortgage business or you have a mortgage business that has plateaued or you're looking for new things to do in your business, someone else is already doing it. They've already figured it out. So you can either spin your wheels and try to figure it out on your own, or you can spend that same time and energy or probably less and try to find someone who's where you want to be. Find someone you admire. Find someone that's putting yourself out there. Find someone that's in the niche you want to be in. Find someone that's got it figured out or at least got to figure it out more than you do, right? Throw yourself into their world. Get in their database marketing. Consume their online content. Jump on a call with them and go, hey, I have some questions. I'm very impressed by what you're doing in your business. It's a lot along the lines of what I want to do in my business. I was hoping I could buy you a coffee, meet you for a beer, meet you for lunch, have a half an hour call, 15 minute call, anything. I promise. I won't ask you for anything else after that. I'm just very impressed by what you're doing. You'd be surprised what happens when you ask people things. Like you seriously, be really surprised. And so there's a lot of people that you are probably right around you. You already know that you could benefit from learning something from them. And so spend your time doing that instead of trying to find out random people online what they're doing. Like start with your circle out. So already in your tight circle, who do you know? Who do you know that knows someone? I reach out to my four or five contacts and go, hey, I want to find someone that is really good at doing webinars. Who do you know? Or do you know if there's training? Just so happens 10 loans a month academy, we have that. You know, that's a plug. Yeah, it is. I'm just saying we have it. There's coaching training academies that have a lot of stuff already. But if not, find somebody who's doing it, who's willing to share time. Go down that world, that rabbit hole, and go check out what they're doing, right? Go hack, as they call it, in a good way. Go hack their system. I've done this. When I went down the webinar world, I followed three, four people. I went and watched all their webinars. I went and actually jumped on discovery calls with their team to see what they were saying. Very unimpressed. Yet they're still winning. 
<laughs> so I got to see all their follow-up emails. I got to see the webinar, how they did it. And that laid the framework for me in my webinar. Okay. But I wanted to go out and see what other people are doing. So please don't think you have to look at a blank screen and try to figure it out yourself. Spend your time and energy looking for someone else who's already done it or is doing it as we speak. Okay. Spend your energy there. Okay. Number five. And this is last one for this podcast. Maybe throw in a bonus one. We'll see. Yeah, we'll probably throw in a bonus one. So number five, things I wish I knew earlier in my career. So early on, even now still, if you're still trying to grow business through referral partners, then most of your marketing energy should be towards referral partners. And so especially if you're early on in your career, are you going to spend time marketing and putting energy in with webinars and drip campaigns and whatever you're doing, seeing people for like one mortgage? Or would you rather spend that time and energy with a referral partner who could send you five to eight to 10 solid deals a year? Right? That could be 20 to 40 grand in commission a year over a lifetime relationship. It could be a half million bucks. So your time, I learned this eventually, my time was much best suited, not talking to the end consumer as much. They're going to come in your crosshairs. They're just going to come into your world through the energy you're putting out there. But I wouldn't focus my time and energy on them because it's one deal. And yeah, I know they can refer you and then they can refer, sure. But I'm going to get them. I want to go get, you know, that I can catch a fish for you, teach you how to fish. I'd rather teach you how to fish. I'd rather go to a referral partner who has access to 10 deals, which probably means 15 or 20 introductions, which means I can still get in with all those people and their business, right? And it kind of goes from there. And I build my database quicker and I win quicker. So keep this in mind, your time and energy, if you're building a referral-based business, shade it to the side of going right to the referral partner, right? Your database marketing, build a list up, market to them directly, right? Your social media stuff, have it tailored towards how you can help referral partners. Your texts or phone calls you're making, it, have that towards referral partners. Webinars you're doing it, have it towards referral partners, okay? It's a quicker way to leverage more introductions, which in turn means more emails, which in turn means a bigger email list, then you can give more options, okay? So that was number five. I'm going to throw a bonus one in here, a really quick one. Um, something I wish earlier in my career was when a brokerage tells you they have training, a mortgage brokerage, I think things have changed a little bit now with a couple of brokerages focusing on this. But for the most part, when a brokerage tells you they have training, they actually don't. They don't. I'm not here plugging a brokerage. I'm not in with a brokerage I'm going to plug. I'm licensed mortgage broker. I don't care where you go. I'm just letting you know. Understanding the economics and the expectations of your brokerage, having someone tell you, hey, I got you. We're going to give you leads. not going to happen. Having someone tell you, we've got all this training. Okay, you might have training on little this, underwriter this, guidelines this, blah, blah. Sure. How do I get freaking leads? That's what I need to know. I don't need to know how to do an insurable mortgage. I need to know how to build an email list. Nobody does that. I know one or two brokerages. I'm not going to mention them because I'm not plugging anyone. I'm just saying, if a mortgage brokerage tells you we're going to help you get business and leads, doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. Okay. So I just want to throw that in there. I wish I knew that earlier because I actually jumped around to a couple of brokerages thinking that was going to solve my problem when the problem was really in between my two ears. It was me. And no one really cared about my business that much. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Most people are broker owners drawing their own book. Plus they have other agents there that have been there 10 years. Plus they've got other things. They have their own life. They don't care about small potato like me trying to build my business, right? They don't. Anyone that tells you they do, you know, I don't believe it. I think it's something they put out there that they want to believe. 
but are they really in the trenches with you helping? No, they're going to give you high level stuff and what you should do and just hope you're going to figure it out. So that's all I wanted to say. That was my bonus one of something I wish I knew earlier in my career. There you go, kid. So all these snippets I talked about with tracking your database, you know, never assuming people want to hear from you, don't want to hear from you, don't behind email, use video. We leverage a lot of that stuff into our training inside the academy. A lot of courses in there with a community wrapped around it. Very, 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 very affordable. That it's honestly like, how can you not be a part of something like this? So if you want to go check out more about that, please go to 10loansamonth.com. That's the number 10loansamonth.com. Would love to see you in there. I have a webinar there. 30 minutes, I walk you through everything. Okay, that's it, kids. Peace out. Ryan Wiley here. We'll see you on the inside. Bye. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.